Okay, first of all, I don't think uh, I believe in soulmates. I think that every person, um, no matter how you match it, each other, you need to work hard on every re- relationship. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018, to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 285 people participated in this project for Ukraine. From the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group, to the vice chancellor of the UGCC Church, to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev, to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, United World College, Harvard, and Minerva schools at KGI, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel, Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland, and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. A top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Julie Stenda. Julie is an accounting manager in an American trucking company, born in Sri in the Lviv region and currently living with her boyfriend in Kyiv, Julie graduated from Kiev Polytechnic Institute with the specialization of electronic and information technologies 
of cinematography and audiovisual systems. And she worked as an operator of the call center at Wizz Air Flying Company. Her hobbies include skiing, reading, mostly fiction books and fantasy, as well as dancing. She visited 10 countries and all her friends compare her to Monica from the TV series Friends. Julie loves pizza and sushi, and her favorite quote is, the whole meaning of life is to become the person you are destined to be, by Oprah Winfrey. Julie, how are you today? Hello, Aziz. I'm great, and I just wanted to thank you for such an opportunity to be interviewed for this podcast. I loved it. You're welcome and thank you so much for the kind words. They mean a lot to me. And since we're speaking emotionally, I want to begin in a more emotional way. So you, Julie, when you want to feel alive, to experience your favorite emotions, what do you like to do? Well, first of all, there are many things I like to do. But first of all, I listen to my favorite music. And if the situation allows that, I like to dance to it. Of course, um, there are so many music in the world and I cannot tell you the the favorite genre that I am listening to, but I do like dancing to a different music. I also like speaking with my friends. It fills me with a positive energy. I like seeing all my friends are happy with a smile, was a, in a good mood and it really fills me and cheers me up. I love that answer. So music, dancing to music whenever there is the opportunity, communicating and exchanging energy with friends as well as seeing your friends happy, smiling, satisfied. Is this correct? Yeah, 100%. You know, to me, music is like a miracle. Like you hear something and it just plays a chord to our emotions in a fantastic way. But tell me, how do you experience music in your body? And how does it translate into expression of dancing and movement? I know that sounds very theoretical, but it's you, your experience. When music comes, do you feel it like vibrations? Do you feel memories from the past where similar accords or melodies were heard or something? And then how is it, how do you translate it in the right, into the right dance moves? Well, great question. I think, first of all, when I'm not feel like dancing, I'm just on my way to work and just listening um, to the music, it um, fills me. It um, it feels to me like uh, something warm in my heart, and with some memories I had before, and with some dreams I wanted to become true. Um, I'm um, like living a different life. I can uh, create my own universe where I can be anyone and anything. I can meet another people, famous people. I can go to another countries in my dreams. And it fills me with so positive energy that I can feel that anything can be true. And when it comes to dancing, it feels like vibration in my body. Uh, like even my boyfriend says that 
I don't know how you do this, but you're feeling the music. You know how to move to a different genre. And it's like, it's unfamiliar to me. It's uh, every time it's um, another movement, another um and another gesture but it's every time it's new and it's really feeling me i love that and i love actually that you use the past the present and the future in that description of how you sense and experience music so in the present it fills your heart with warmth in the past you remember the memories and experiences but a lot of it is about the future creating a universe of your dreams, where you are meeting with some celebrities, traveling to cool places and countries, interacting with new people and having a life that is dreamy. And when it comes to dance, for some reason, even if the genre is new and you're not experienced at it, you can dance in the appropriate way because you can feel the music in an interesting way, as your boyfriend said. Is this correct? <laughs> yeah, you got me right. Tell me about those dreams with celebrities, exotic locations, and fun times. <laughs> well, it's really personal to me. I cannot tell you um, everything about it because it's really my emotions. It's something just for me. It's my universe where I can be anywhere and anything, but I always dream about a uh, happy life. Uh, you know, happiness for me, it's about small things. It's about smile of my mother, um, telling I love you to the people I love and hearing back. Uh, it's about uh, some celebration, the birthday party, the wedding party. I hope it will become true. And I hope it will be the way I want it to be. I want, I, I dream about it to be. Uh, it's always mm, when I dream about going to a different countries, I know uh, about these countries already because I read about them. And I, uh, it's always with the people. It's not about me. It's always connected with the people I know, with the people I love. I notice actually that Tell me about people. How do you experience them? Do you experience them as like some energy in your body and the right vibe of the person? I notice you pay a lot of attention to the faces and how people look, the smile on their faces that is happy. I don't know if you pay attention to the eyes too very much. I mean, is it about their life stories, common views and values that bring them closer to you or how do you experience people that makes it such a very important part of your life? Well, I think communication is one of the most important part of my life. Uh, first of all, well, you mentioned about eyes. I think that you can see everything. You can see a soul through people's eyes. And I don't really trust people who are not looking into my eyes while we are having a conversation. Uh, it's really important to me to 
to see the how people react, the people's emotion. That's why I don't really like uh, the text messaging or the audio um, messaging. We have with uh, our close friends, with my close friends, we always use the video message because it's never... Mm, it, it can be sometimes that you cannot share the information you want to share in person because uh, you're in different cities or you have uh, some extra news you want to share now. It's it's needed to be done now. And we always use the video chat for them because it's important to see our face, to, fee- to, to see our emotions. It's the first thing. The second thing uh, it's uh, that I wanted to mention is that I really need people uh, in my life. I don't know how to explain that correctly, but um, I always say that no matter do you like the person or do you do you have some uh, that that person have some habits you don't like or you don't want to communicate with them it's always always you have to uh, this person has some things that you can uh, learn so uh, even it's um, you don't like this person he might have uh, had in the past some memories some good advice you you, you can listen to he might uh, have some uh, really good advice for you uh, Im- and uh, you, you may listen to thank you actually that's really cool and open-minded and tolerant and a lot of curiosity there so if I understood you correctly it's very important for you to see the faces of the people the emotions, even through FaceTime or video chat or not only texting. And the eyes of the people, they show you their souls so that you can feel them, as well as always seeing the positive and the potential for new insight and new lessons from any person, even if you don't like them for whatever superficial or even deeper reason, They are a unique person with a unique life story and therefore they have some answer or insight or lesson that can enrich your life. So don't neglect that never. Did I understand that right? Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, all of people should consider that. They they shouldn't be angry for uh, people that are not like them. They just need to listen to their stories, to listen to their uh, life story, to listen to their uh, advice. And if they want to, they might listen to them. If they not, it will be just, um, you know, another another person okay i met the person i know it i know their dreams i know about theirs their view on the life and it's cool thank you and when it comes to books whether fantasy or any of those kinds of books in the characters do you try to dissect and feel them and understand them in a similar way that you try with people or is it different well, when it comes to book, it's always interesting what the main character will do in this situation, what feeling. It's always um, interesting to 
reading about feeling he is living in that moment. But of course, I'm thinking about uh, how would I react in this particular situation? How would I uh, do? How would I act? I notice emotions are feeling and feelings are essential in your life. So imagine this, if you could live without emotions and feelings, what would be missing from your life? Everything, I guess. I can't even imagine it. It's a really tricky question and I really don't know the answer for that because emotions are everything to me. Um, I even set a goal to myself. I don't know, maybe about I've turned 21. Uh, I've turned the goal to myself that I need to tell to all people I really love, uh, to my boyfriend, to my family, to my close friends, that I love them every time I end in conversation with them. It's really important to me to feel these emotions and to share it with them. No, no, no. Tell me more. How did you come to this decision? What motivated it when you didn't do it before? What was missing? Maybe another person too can learn. And at the end of every conversation with someone they love, they will say it because of the same reasons you do. Well, actually, yes, I guess. Well, I became became older it was the first reason. And the second reason, I think I found a um, right person for myself. I started feeling the emotions I haven't experienced before. And I didn't really thought that it might ever happen to me. And um, I don't know why I didn't do this before. Maybe I was uh, too shy or <laughs> too stupid. I don't know, because of the teenage age. But then it just, in that moment, it feel, it felt so right. Even with my mother having a conversation and ending up with every, every conversation with her with, I love you. It is filling me with such a warm emotions when she says that back. And I know that it is really now since uh, since I've been start starting doing that I know that now it's really important to her to feel it, to hear that from me every time thank you you mentioned you met a person that gave you new emotions you didn't feel before well in with previous boyfriends or any life partners or something like that what did you feel? How was it? And what are these new emotions or extraordinary feelings that are new now so that you can compare it? And do you consider that a soulmate or like ultimate love or what do you call it? Mm, okay, first of all, I don't think uh, I believe in soulmates. I think that every person um no matter how you match it each other you need to work hard on every re relationship because uh, it's really important for both of you to feel safe to feel comfortable and uh to feel needed in this relationships comparing to my previous relationships i cannot say they were horrible or something like that it was just the person was wrong it wasn't right for me. It was a good friend 
uh, he was um, a good student, a good person, but he wasn't righteous for me. You know, we have we have uh, different views on our future. We have different feeling. We have different. Uh, we f- we feel uh, emotions differently. That's why it wasn't the right person for me. And now, I'm feeling myself in this re- current relationships as a partner. I have a really life partner, supportive, hardworking, loving, feeling the energy, feeling me with a good energy. Talking, uh, talk, um, talking with him on the so many subjects in uh, and to teaching me even we teach each other because we are so unf- f- we are like mirrors <laughs> we are showing each other another angle of life and it's I think it's perfect. I like that teaching each other, learning from each other. And even before you mentioned even about people you don't like, you can learn something from them. Tell me more about this. Did you always have this attitude of self-development and growth? What does it give you when you learn things? What does it give your future or your emotions? Let's explore this part of your personality. I don't think I did it ever, um, for my whole life. It also came for me in just in one moment. I just felt that I want to explore people. I want to know more about them, about each of them, because you can learn anything from any person, really. If if you will duck deeper, it's not just about, hello, how are you? No, that won't help. No. Uh, you need to dig, like to experience. It. You need you need to uh, have this energy, so the person um, wants wanted to uh, open for you. The, he wants to share some secrets with you. He wants to share some advice with you. So it's really really important for me to have this con- this connection with other people to know about them more, to know about their experience, to know about their thoughts. And it's really helped me because I'm, um, I, for, for example, when I meet new person, I, you don't know whether it ends with uh, close friends or whether it ends up with uh, enemies, <laughs> but it's always really exciting. I love it. And I like that what you mentioned that you don't know whether it ends up with close friends or it ends up with enemies. Well, without dramatizing it and speaking about enemies, what is the difference that did you notice about people who become your close friends, maybe in their values, their energy, their love for music, the way they express emotions, maybe they're dancing all the time randomly in the car and there's a street, I don't know, or they're totally different to you, so you're learning from each other. But what seems to be common with people who become the close friends of Julie compared to people who become acquaintances or enemies or anything like that? It's really tough question for me because uh, none of my friends are alike each other. I think that 
the one that maybe emotions, maybe how they uh, react, because all of them are energetic, really energetic people. They uh, uh, And I can share to my thoughts to all of them. I know that uh, they are very friendly, but it, when it comes to some uh, supportive things, they will always have a minute to share with me. They will always have a time for me. They will always find a spare time in their shuttle to have a conversation, to listen to me, and so do I. So we like we like sharing feelings with each other. So I think that's the one that combines all my friends. Thank you. So if I understood correctly, they're energetic, they are supportive, that you can share anything with them and you share with each other without hiding or pretending or doing anything insincere or feeling shy from them. Is this correct? Right, right. And why do your friends compare you to Monica from the TV series Friends? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so it's uh, because of the obsessive tightness and cleaning (laughs) and the way i react in in some games uh the the way i play the games i always need to be the first (laughs) it's my goal (laughs) to to be better to be the best it's the 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 aim for me and about the tightness in the in in my space so uh i am very logical person I'm an analyst. I'm a techie, <laughs> so it's when it comes to I don't ha- I don't know how to explain. I I think that the um, better way to explain how I act in life is uh, uh, telling you a bit more about going to a supermarket. I always have a um, list of products I need to buy, and they are. Uh, put it on the list in the way I uh, am entering the shop. So I know that I will I will go to this shop to buy these products. So I will first enter the grocery. So I need this, this, and this from the grocery uh, department. Then I will go to the for milk. So I need the, the yogurt, the milk, and etc. the sour cream. And when it comes... Um, to pay for these products when it comes to the cash box i always sort uh, products in the in the way they needed to be uh, put it down in a package so they need to be packed so first of all it will be potato uh, some solid uh, products and after that it will be an ice cream and uh, some fruits you know so and it Everything in my life is organized. Everything in my uh, apartment is on the right place. And I notice any that could be uh, put it in the wrong way. I have so many questions about that. But I want to begin first with your desire to be the best and your competitive attitude, at least in those games. Why? 
I don't know. I I was just born like that. I I'm very competitive person. I uh, never I will never f- start a fight because of that. Of course, if I will lose a game, of course I will shake the hands and will say well done. I really honored to uh, participate with s- such person as you. But um, because of the strong personality, I guess I need to be the first. Do you like this about yourself and how does it affect your life in your opinion? Well, not always to to tell the truth because sometimes it scares people, uh, especially boyfriends, because when you're a strong woman, um, you need to, every woman wants to have uh, a man that is stronger than her, not in a physical way, no, uh, in an emotional way, in um, in life. So it's really hard for me. It was really hard for me to find a proper um, man for myself. That was, I think, the main in finding a person for me. So it's not really... It's not every time. It's not uh, very uh, cool for me to be the first, to be the best. Sometimes it's annoying another people. Sometimes it's annoying me, but I can't stop it. I really can't control it. <laughs> Can you tell me more about that? That you are competitive and it scared some uh, of potential boyfriends. And you said you want a man who is emotionally stronger to you. What does it mean if you want to be the best? Does it mean like uh, when you are crying or something, which I guess not, because in many ways you describe yourself to feel emotions so deeply and your love emotions so much. Yet you said, I am a logical person. I am a techie, which yeah. is the opposite. So I don't understand how both sides of your personality are growing and living together, as well as explain how your competitive side drives away potential boyfriends and the kind of strong thing in the in your boyfriend that you found well first of all i'm not competitive in the relationships if it's right person for me i don't want to have a some competition because i want to have a family i want to build a relationships i want to have this person beside me not uh, having a competition with him i just want him to be by my side i just want him to be maybe clever than me maybe i want him to have some things he can teach me i want him to be the person who can support me every time, who can tell me what to do. Because I I know what to do in this specific situation, but I also needed advice. And I need a deep advice, not uh, just, well, do as you think, well, do whatever you want, or, well, yeah, the, the you are thinking in the right way. No, I want to be heard it I, I i want my person to listen to me and i want to share uh, to share my emotions and i want them to be listened 
That's wonderful, and I like it, and I'm sure your boyfriend is always growing, because otherwise you, as someone who is growing, if he stops, then at some point there is no more learning possible. So I imagine you're both growing as a couple and constantly learning. Is this correct? Yeah, and not even learning, but also building. Because as I mentioned before, a relationship is the thing you need to work in. So you need to work on the relationship. You need to build everything there. Even if you have just a perfect boyfriend, it's for now. When you're both achieving something, when you are both growing, we, when both of you are a strong person, has a strong personality, it's needed to be done that you need to build this house, this relationship. You need to have a conversation with each other. You need to feel the energy of each other. Tell me more as if you'd give advice to other couples in the world how to build such a relationship because the way you describe it was a bit abstract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, um, first of all, there shouldn't be any resentments, any offenses. So if you have something to tell, if you are feeling the person is not right Uh, or if you are feeling upset with his actions, no need to to to, to have uh, you know to uh, rem- um, to remind him later uh, when he uh, when it's be when it comes to some disagreement. No, you need to tell it right in the face. You need to tell it wow, wow let's stop here. Let's discuss it. Let's. Um, I don't. I don't feel right uh, that you're acting this. I don't feel that uh, I want you to uh, to act um, to, to, to to do uh, to do this action. Okay. Um, I don't want um, to fight about it. I just want to discuss it, and I want that my my person to hear it and to make some conclusions of it. So um, I just, I'm saying that you need to talk about this, um, about this thing or about, about his action or about my action. I also, I, I, I am a person and I can be wrong in some places. So I always ask my boyfriend to tell me this, tell me what, what, what you don't like. But tell me when it appears, not when it comes to uh, some disagreement and you will remind, oh, and there's more. And a couples of weeks, you, you told me that and I really didn't like it. No, it has to be discussed on a place. I love that maturity and wisdom in what you shared. And how did you come to that conclusion and understanding? Is it from some couple in real life that you observed how they're doing it or the opposite, you saw a really bad relationship and then you thought, I don't want that and you paid attention to what they're doing wrong or is it from some relationship in a book or in a movie or in a TV series that inspired so much maturity and wisdom and thought about the right way for couples to be and stay together? Well, I 
I cannot tell you the exact couple I um, I like or I I am inspired of. I think it's um, a combination of couple I met before and the combination of couple I've seen on the screen of a TV series or a movie. I just um, there are no a perfect couple and there is no a perfect person for you. You will never find the perfect one, but you need to find a person you are feeling yourself calm, filled with the warm emotions. And then when you found when you found this person, you need to work really hard so that your relationship will grow and. As you are becoming older, the relationships is becoming a mature, more mature, mature. Thank you, and I'm noticing you're speaking so much about warm emotions and your love to dance and music. So, how are both sides of you the techie side that is super logical, and you even sort and organize your shopping list and everything, and flowing with emotions because usually people who love emotions they hate constraints or any uh, rules or anything like that and therefore they don't want organization they want it to be free-flowing and uh, chaos so that anything can go and they'll be surprised by new emotions while people who are logical don't like emotions because they can overwhelm them or mess up their plans or anything like that. So how are both sides of you existing? How do they cooperate? Or are they days where you're like the emotional um, Julie and days where you're the Monica or the two sides like uh, Jekyll and Hyde personality? Tell me all. Well, sometimes both of my sides have disagreements with each other. Well, I'm trying to be logical, to be uh, techie uh, in a proper way. So I am not uh, logical in uh, feelings with my close friends and my family. So it never comes to logic when you're talking about emotions you feel with your family. Because uh, they're your family. There is no need to think about something you love them they share your feelings you're talking with them and it's nothing to think about to tell the truth and about uh, feeling the emotion with with strangers it's really hard for me to open to somebody uh, because i don't know the person in a right way i don't know whether he can use this information uh, to find uh, fight against me or whether he will be become my friend so in this specific way i'm it becomes to logic because i won't open my heart to anybody that i don't know really well Thank you. And did that happen with your current boyfriend? Was it like a feeling that you know him all your life from the first second? Or was it over time that you opened your heart to him slowly, bit by bit, and you didn't even know that it will be love, but over time it grew into that? Yes, yeah, second variant, for sure. As I told you before, I don't believe in soulmates. 
I don't believe there is a specific person that is just for you. No, no, of course not. Um, you need to, well, when it came to these relationships, it started as a conversation with really smart men. I liked the way he saw it. I liked the way he explained his opinion. I liked the way he shared uh, things he knows um, and uh, emotions he felt. I liked the way he described his lifetime. And then it comes to sympathy. Then it comes to a relationship. And only then it became and grew to a love. Because um, he... When I started to know more and more about him, I started to fall in love with him. Then I'm wondering, are you one of the people that loves people's brains more than anything? So let me ask you this question and give me like your most honest answer. Yeah. A guy could be like your perfect, handsome man, 100%, but he's stupid. And another guy, he's not like your type at all, but his brain is like perfect. Which one would you like be more interested in? Brainy, for sure, brainy. I would tell that not because I'm lying or not because I want to uh, people to think about me that um, I am so cool or anything. No, it's because you mentioned the type, um, the physical type of a person. I don't have it. Seriously, none of my boyfriends are similar to each other. None of them. The one is really short. The second is really tall. They, the one is uh, blonde. The second is uh, uh, black. Seriously, n- n- none of them are alike each other. So it's really, really important to me that he would be with a good sense of humor. He would be clever. He would be honest with me. He would uh, be the person I would fall in love with, not sensing the physical connection, but but brainy. Good. Because that's the thing that cheers me up. That's the thing that um, even, I don't know how to tell it properly, but even that that's the thing that turns me on in man. Being brainy, being strong, being clever. I love that. And I see it for you too, that you're also brainy, although, you, of course, you want your man to be even more. So right now, When you notice a lot of the people around you, I'm not saying Ukraine in general, but like humanity, what would you say would be a great piece of advice or lesson about life that you understood that if they understood too, it can make their life better? So you can give this advice. Well, I would say just tell you love the people you really love. It's really important to end up with every conversation saying I'm lo- I love you. You never know where, when it will be the last chance to share this emotion with the people you really take care of. You said you never know when it could be the last chance to share that emotion. Yeah. What is your relationship with time now? 
do you feel that like you want to extract every experience from every moment because life is too short or did you have some experience where things ended and you hoped it will last forever the good times and it gave you this lesson or where does it come from seriously i i don't know it just it just happened it ju- i just fell right to tell my mom i love her uh, one moment and then i wanted to share these emotions with my father he was i i just remember his first uh the first time i told him on the phone on a, for a conversation that that i love you and he's not really emotional person at all <laughs> and he's like oh oh uh-huh yeah uh, me too <laughs> And now, uh, in uh, two years, uh, when I tell him in a conversation, every time I tell him I love you, he says, yeah, Bonnie, I love you too. And it is so cute. And I love the people changing when when you really tell them that you love them. I agree. And it's something really powerful. I love this about you. And I want to say... Thank you for sharing your emotional side. You say you're a techie. I didn't perceive that at all. (laughs) Not at all logical or that stoic kind of person. You opened your heart and that was wonderful. Thank you, Julie, for such a conversation. I feel blessed and honored. And if people want to learn more about you, to follow you, what is the best social network to do that? And any, like... Thing to say at the end just to celebrate this moment because you never know it could be the last like you said and yeah. the world ends tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> well uh first of all you can uh, follow me on instagram uh, by username stenda just like my last name and the second thing i just wanted to end this conversation in a good way saying that i'm so honored and i'm so pleased you asked me to have this interview with you and i really wanted to say say thank you for choosing ukraine our country as a main topic for your podcast because ukrainian are very emotional, very clever, and very hardworking people. I love you, Ukrainians. Ukraine. Thank you so much. And I love how you ended the conversation with Ukraine. With I love you, Ukraine. So you're practicing the principles that you speak about. And I really respect that. Thank you, Julie. You're wonderful. And I wish you a brilliant, blessed, and bright day ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Aziz. You as well. You're a wonderful person, and I'm really honored to be a part of this podcast.